Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. All right, it's story time, y'all. Um, <laughs> I want to share with you uh, Skyland's first track meet, but I do need to give you a little background information on how we even got here. Okay, so um, Skyland is going to a new school right not I mean yes middle school is new for all sixth graders but for Skyland it's a little different as well because of the fact that we once her school got built in our neighborhood we were rezoned and where we were originally zoned for for her elementary school uh, we actually were out of zone in her last year so majority of her friends they went to other middle schools and she was the only one from her elementary school that went to the school that she's at now so she you know showed up here like kind of on her own and uh Skyline is like her mama she is an introvert as well um and it takes her a little bit longer as, as much as my child can be very social, it does take her a little bit longer to get used to new people or whatever. But anyways, I've been helping her, you know, from a distance to kind of just guide her through this journey, letting her process it for herself, um, just, you know, discovering friends, her own tribe, so on and so forth. Anyways, uh, you know, different sports uh, events have come up that she's kind of shied away from, but track came up. And I did encourage her. I was just like, hey, why don't you try it for the track team? I think you might like it. You know, uh, one of her friends also was trying out for the track team. And I think together they were like, OK, we'll do it. So anyways, the first day of tryouts, um, Skylin was sent back home because we had sent in the wrong physical. She needed her sports physical. We sent in the physical that you give for entry upon school. So anyways, um, she came to me that Monday evening and she was in tears, y'all. She was like, mommy, I didn't know how much, how bad I wanted it until they told me I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, baby. So we, um, you know, got her, her physical the next morning, went into school late and everything so that she could go to the doctor, get her physical and go to tryouts. So Tuesday afternoon, she comes home and I say to her, I was like, hey, so how was tryouts? And she was just like, oh, it was okay. I said, okay, so we all ready to go tomorrow? She was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, hold up. What you mean you don't know? Like you was crying yesterday we went into school late today so that you could you know go and everything what's going on and she's just like I don't know like it's hard I'm like what what you mean it's hard yes it's track you're gonna have to put forth some effort now let me give y'all a little backstory okay about my child Skyland does not really do outside sports or not just outside sports she doesn't really do sports period uh, I think outside of doing track Skyland has done soccer she has done um, cheer and she did cheer for Pop Warner. So that was outside and she did it for like two years and was just like, uh, no, I don't really like the mosquitoes. It'd be too hot. We still got to cheer when it's raining. I was like, okay, you know, but my, for Anthony and I, we totally believe in just exposing our kids to everything. Like, hey, you don't know what you don't know <laughs> until you figure it out. You don't know what you don't like until you try it. You know what I'm saying? So we try to get them to just at least attempt stuff. But I think also with Skylander, for me, I can't speak for Anthony, but for me, there are times that I am very gentle with my daughter and I'm just like, oh, okay, we don't have to do that. But this time, I don't know. I, I believe it was just the Holy Spirit that was like, nope, you need to push her to do this. So that all that week I kept telling her no you you're gonna go to track practice you're gonna do this and so um we had I remember we were sitting in the car in the garage I had just picked her up from track practice and she asked me she was like mommy do I really have to go and I said yes Skylin and we had a 
a what I refer to as a hard conversation because this was one of those conversations where it's just like in this moment I gotta show up like full throttle mama (laughs) um and I said to her I said you know what you may not like me for this right now I said but eventually one day you will you will look back and you will say thank you for me pushing you. I said, because you have to learn not to turn away from a challenge. I said, you can't, life is going to be challenging. You know, things are not going to come easy. I like the people that you watch on YouTube. It is work for them to put together content that is going to entertain you. I was like, anything that you see, that you see people are doing, it takes effort. I said, you have to learn to put forth effort to stuff that you want. It's not just going to come to you, you know, carefree. I said, now, you know, can things happen just in a blink of an eye or whatever, of course it can. You know what I'm saying? God is able. At the same time, faith without works is dead. Like you have to put forth work. And so I use an example for her in regards to school. You know, I said, Skylin, it's just like with school. You know that you got a science test coming up. You can believe with all the faith in the world, I'm going to pass this science test. But if you don't ever study any of the material that your teacher has been telling you about that's on this test, you can't really expect to get an A. Now, again, is God able? He most definitely is. Could he work a miracle for you to pull out an A knowing that you ain't crack open a book? Yes, he can because God is still in the miracle working business. But is that how he always operates? No, because what lesson are you going to learn from that? None. I, God is the ultimate teacher. And I truly believe that he is always trying to teach us a lesson in the things of life and how things are. And so I explained to her, I was like, yo, your works, your faith is believing I can do well on this exam, but your works is you studying because you studying is showing God. I believe God that everything that I'm studying right now, you're going to bring back to my memory so that when I take this test, I'm going to answer these questions correctly and I'm going to pass it. That is faith with works. So I had that conversation with her. So now here we are to the track meet. (laughs) So um, when I found out what event she was running, I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, For her first race, she ran um, the 800. Now, for any of you who know track or for those of you who don't, the 800 is two laps around. I was pretty surprised that that's the one that Skylar was going to be doing. But at the same time, I know like the 100 and 200, it's all about speed. I don't know how fast my child runs because Skylar is not like just a natural runner, like go outside to run. So we don't, I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, okay, well maybe this, maybe she's more like her mom because I'm a long distance runner. I mean, I am, I don't know if I can say self-diagnosed, but I, I do go running and I, I run long distances. I am not a sprinter that 100, 200 is not my, my area. I, if I was to do track when I was in, you know, high school and middle school, it probably would have been cross country or something. But anyways, I digress. This ain't about me. This is about Sky. So um, anyways, so we're out there. So I have to tell y'all about this race. OK, so. They get started. Gun goes off. They start running. And Skyline is she starts off really strong, really well. She was like in third uh, position for a good little minute. And then I think once they got around to the the stretch, because they started on the curve, they got around to the stretch um, coming up to the second curve. And she started to drop down a little bit, you know, to fall back a little bit. But she was still holding a good pace. But when I tell you when my child came along the second stretch, getting ready to cross for her first lap going into the second one, 
we all could see like the exhaustion on her face. It was like, oh snap, I gotta do this one more lap and I could just see it. Now, mind you, I had two phones in my hand. I had one phone to record and I had one phone with Anthony on FaceTime because he couldn't be there. So at this point, I mean, and I'm cheering the whole time, but at this point I kick in like to like full like cheer mom just come on sky you can do it you can do it like just cheering my child on and so at some point I I think I gave the phone that I was recording on to somebody because a friend of mine she kept coming up to me she's like Hannah you just get in the ground girl you just get in the ground so I handed the phone to someone so that they could record it. And so I was still trying to hold up the phone for Anthony on FaceTime. I, I later had to ask him, like, hey, did you see any of that? He was like, you're a horrible cameraman. I'm like, <laughs> I felt bad. I'm like, wait a second. I, I was just, I'm so sorry. But anyways, so she's rounding, the, going into the second lap. And she goes from a, a, a run to like a jog. And I'm like, come on, Sky, don't quit. Don't quit. Keep going. And so the jog then turns into a walk and she starts holding her side. And I'm just screaming because, you know, as she's going around the track, she's getting further and further and further away from me. And I'm just like shouting at the as loud as I can because I just need her to hear me. I'm like, I need her to hear the encouragement. I need her to hear not give up. Like I need her to know that I'm here supporting her, that I am proud of her. I'm proud of her for trying this. I'm proud of her for not quitting. I'm proud of her to just keep going. So I'm just giving her this support, right? So then she she gets back to a jog by the time she gets to the the first stretch, right? And then um, I see her, you know, slowing down a little bit when she gets to the second curve and something in me. I, and I, let me not say something. Let me give honor to the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit said to me, go to her. So at this point, I hand my phone where I'm FaceTiming over to I don't even know who I handed it to. I just handed it to somebody. I took my um, my bag off and I ran down to the back of the track to go meet her on the second curve. And I see my child like just she's she's trying. She's pushing. She's pushing. And I just start shouting, you got this guy. You got this guy. And her head was down and she looked up. And when she saw me, she smiled. Y'all, I'm about to get emotional just telling y'all this story. And I promise you, this is like my third time saying it. <laughs> um, she looks up and this big smile of relief just came over her face. And it's like she got her second win. And so I'm just shouting, come on, we got this, we got this, we got this. And like she kicked in like, I don't know, like this energy just came in where she picked up the pace and I start running with her and we're running together I said we got this let's go let's go we got it Sky we got it let's go and I ran with her until she crossed the finish line and I just want to tell you guys that was such an impactful moment for me and it was more than just a race it was more than just a race. Uh, it was a impactful moment that I believe both Skyland and I will remember for a lifetime. And I say that because I also overheard Skyland the next day talking to her um, 
her tutor and she was sharing with her tutor what happened. And um, I'm listening to her talk to her and she's, she's sharing a story and I'm hearing it from Scotland's perspective, right? And so there was a part where Scotland says to her tutor, she was like, yeah, it's like my mom said, you know, she said, it's, it's like life. And I thought to myself, yeah, it is like life because that tells me that my mom is always going to be there for me. And I am, I'm always going to be there for that little girl. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So why am I sharing this story with you guys? I'm sharing this story with you because there are several like revelations that I got from this moment that happened um, on on this day. And that night I was supposed to do a live. Like I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, you need to share this story with somebody. And um, I didn't do it because I was tired. There was a lot going on. <laughs> but I ended up sharing it, I think, Friday um, on Facebook. Um, I went on live and, and I shared the story. But I have... I had a lot going on on Friday that I even had to <laughs> to stop the, the Facebook recording. I was like, hey, I got people showing up, but y'all share it with whoever needs it. Um, but I have more time to kind of just go into it a little bit with you guys. And so this is what I got from the story. Okay, first of all, life is going life. Okay, we all know life be life and sometimes and challenges are going to come. It's like that saying you're either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm or you're about to go in the storm. It's just a cycle, y'all. We're we're constantly going to experience things. The Bible say when trials and tribulations come, right? We know that they're, they're coming. They're going to happen. Uh, there are going to be storms in our lives. There's going to be some times when we got to walk through that minefield there. You know, we there things are going to come. Right. We can't just turn away from them. That's not how you deal with it. You can't just turn away from it, but you can go through it and know that you're not going through it alone. God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. OK, he told you that he will never give you more than you can bear. He, he said to you that my grace is sufficient when you are weak. I am strong. Why? Because it's not in our own self that we rely on. It's not on our own strength that we try to accomplish things, but it is in God that all things are possible to them that believe. If you believe that God is going to see you through, he is going to see you through. And so this race was more than just a race. It was an illustration for me to share with others about how God shows up for us. In the midst of our storms, in the midst of the race, in the midst of the challenge, okay? One of the main things that God kept speaking to me in the midst of Skyland running was keep shouting. Keep keep shouting so she hears you. God is right there with you. See, when you're in the midst of a storm, when you're going through stuff, there's so many different distractions that will come your way that will try to get you your mind off of God. What does the word of God tells us? It tells us to, to keep our mind focused on Christ, right? To think of things that are above and not beneath, to, to, to focus on the spiritual realm and not the natural, not what we see, right? It, the, the word tells us how we're supposed to call those things that are not as though they are. Like you're not supposed to speak the situation that you're currently in you're supposed to speak what you want to see happen right and so God was like keep shouting keep like I, I could not stop y'all I'm just telling you I couldn't stop I kept shouting louder and louder it was like I it 
I had to ensure that she could hear me. And that's God with us. You know that song, Reckless Love, how he recklessly comes after us, how he will leave the 99 for the one. God is like, I am shouting because he's always speaking. But can you hear? Do you hear what he's saying to you? Because there's so many distractions. There's so many things that are trying to bombard you, that's trying to block him out, that's trying to block him from getting to you because of the fact that the, the, the enemy wants you to focus on the situation. The enemy wants you to focus on what you're going through. The enemy wants to keep you in a place that is hidden, that is secluded, that is alone. And so here it is. He is, God is shouting, I got you. Just keep going. Don't quit. Keep pushing through. I've given you the strength. Rely on me. Tap into me. You're nothing separate from God. Isn't that what the word says? That Jesus is divine and and outside of him, like you can't do anything, but in him, all things are possible. So that was the first thing. God is shouting to you today. He is saying, I am with you. I am for you. If God be for you, who can be against you, right? He, he, he is there. He's never left you nor forsaken you. He is walking with you in the midst of it all. Hold on to his unchanging hand. He's there. And see, the word also says, my sheep know my voice, right? And when I got down to the end of the track, when I met Skylin at the curve, at the second curve, her countenance was down. Her head was down. But I promise you, it's when she heard a voice that she recognized, that's when she lifted up her head. She was like, wait, that sounds like my mama. Is that my mama? Let me look up and check. And sometimes, y'all, listen, I'm telling you, when God is speaking to you, you know his voice. You recognize, oh, wait a second. I know that that sounds familiar. No matter how far you may think that you've gotten from him, because nothing can separate us from his love. It doesn't matter how far east you go or how far west you go. God is, is there with you. We cannot run away from him. We are forever surrounded by him though you may think you are surrounded you are surrounded by God it's not by the enemy he got nothing on you he has no power over you and I'm telling you in the midst of that he said to just keep shouting and when I got down there I saw her y'all like I I'm telling you the story right now and I picture it so vividly her head was down she was looking at the ground she was she her, her countenance was down I don't know what thoughts were going through her head in that moment but all I know is what I saw on the outside as I as I was saying you got this don't give up keep going finish strong she looked up and she saw me and she smiled Think about all those times that you know for sure without a shadow of a doubt that is God moving in your life. That is God speaking to you. Do you remember how you felt? Do you remember like you haven't forgotten me, God? You're still there. And I feel like that's how she felt in this moment. And that is my reminder to you. Listen for his voice. He's speaking. Drown out all of the distractions. Turn off the television. Put down the phone. Get off of social media. Whatever you need to do so that you can hear his voice clearly because he is speaking to you. He's speaking to you today. He's going to speak to you throughout the day. And then it was me running alongside her. God is like, I'm with you. I'm in this with you. 
I'm not going to leave you. I said I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We got this together. We're going to finish strong together. I'm working things out for your good. Though this doesn't feel good, it doesn't look good. You don't want to go through it. But I got to prune you for the next level. I got to get some things out of you. You got to go through this because there is a lesson to be learned in this. So just trust my judgment. Trust me, your holy your your, your holy father, the one who created you, the one who saw you, knit you together within your mother's womb, the one who already knows the the number of your days knows the number of hairs on your head he was like I got you it's I know the plans that I have for you plans to bring you to an expected end not to harm you these things are not meant to harm you it's meant to strengthen you it's meant to build perseverance it's meant to build endurance in you but I'm with you every step of the way right and then I had my own conviction, y'all, <laughs> right? I had my own conviction about this track meet prior to everything even starting. And I want to share this as well because, um, like I said, Anthony couldn't be there. He, he, was, he was currently out of town with AJ, right? So he couldn't be there. So it was just me um, to show up for Skyland. And earlier that day, I had said to Lord, I was just like, man, I wish there were other people that could, you know, show up with me to support her. This is her first track meet. She's nervous. You know, her dad can't be here. Her brother can't be here. Like, I just wish that, you know, she could have more support so that she can, you know, feel strength and feel supported. Right. And so God said to me, well, did you share it with anybody? And I was like, huh? He's like, did you tell anybody? Did you tell anybody that you needed their support today? And I was convicted, y'all, because I had not. I had not shared it with anybody, right? Um, as a matter of fact, I think I, I well, let me, let me rephrase that. I didn't share that I wanted the support to come out. And God was like, well, if you didn't share with anybody what you need, then how can anybody show up for you? He was like, Hannah, you've been over here talking about how, you know, God, where's my tribe? Where's my people at? Where's the people to support me? I'm supporting everybody else, but where's my people? He was just like, you have people, Hannah, but do you reach out to them? Stop talking about what you don't have because you, ha you have people. And so in that instant, I was convicted and I started sending out text messages. And when I tell y'all, people showed up at my one of my friends, like within seconds of me sending her the text, she sent, she sent, she um, texted back and was like, of course. And God was like, see, look at that. You have people to show up for you. But more, more importantly, it wasn't even just about me, y'all. It was about my child. He was like, your stubbornness, your, your lack of wanting to share for people or wanting to be vulnerable with people affects your child. Because I was keeping people from being supportive for her. They weren't just showing up for me. They were showing up for Skyland. And that's the person who needed it. She's the one who needed that additional support. She's the one who needed to be able to look into the crowd to see that there were people standing there 
for her, rooting her on. But because of my lack of wanting to be vulnerable and and, and telling people, I need you right now. I, I need the additional support to be there for my child. I, I need my tribe to show up for me. My tribe is not just for me. My tribe is for my, my family as well. And God was like, you, you, you didn't tell anybody. But look, as soon as you told somebody, people showed up. People will show up. Y'all, listen, stop trying to do life by yourself. Stop getting upset with your friends for not showing up the way that you want them to or being there. You got to first ask yourself, did you let them know? (laughs) Did you tell them that you needed them? Did you tell them how you needed them to show up for you in that moment? Are, Are you putting out there these unrealistic expectations or hoping that people will figure it out you know or or even thinking that oh well y'all know me well enough you you know how hannah is hannah don't say nothing so you just gotta show up for her you just gotta be there no and i'm sorry to to all of my friends who listen to this podcast i am sorry i apologize to you for not sharing more for not being more vulnerable for for not giving you an opportunity to be there for me and i thank you i thank each and every one of you for for showing up and for showing up not just for me but for my family for loving all my family so anyways i just wanted to share that um with you guys and i hope that you got something out of today's episode out of this story time um but i just want to to leave these things with you listen God has not forgotten about you. He will never leave you. He is always with you. He is your guide. He is your comfort. He is your biggest supporter. Yes, God places people in this world to be there for you, like to walk this life with you, to 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 help carry the load, carry the burdens, to go through the, these things. But always remember, ultimately, God is all you need. He sends people. He does because we were meant for fellowship. We were meant to do life together. But know that he is your ultimate source. They are the resources that he uses in the earth. He, They are the vessels that he is able to filter things through to get things to you. But know ultimately where your source is from. And it is God. And it is him that you should rely on. It is him that you should put all of your trust and your strength in. Allow God to fill those voids in your life. Allow God to mend your broken heart. Allow God to heal your past wounds. Allow him to do those things because it's hard for you to receive or for you to even ask or let it be known about the things that you need if you don't have healing there. It's hard to be vulnerable when you've been hurt in the past. It's hard for you to let your guard down when you know that when you've done it before, people used and abused you. But if you allow God to heal that area and then ask him for the discernment and ask him to help you identify who your tribe is, he'll do it. Because his word says, if anyone lacks wisdom, they can come and ask me and I'll give it to him. He will give you the guidance that you need Two. Let be vulnerable, be willing to be vulnerable and, and let your guard down with people. Let the people who God's placed in your life know that you need them and how you need them to show up. 
so that they can show up for you. Because I'm, I'm telling you the truth. If they are the people that God sent you, they won't let you down. But listen, and when I say that, I say that cautiously because we are all human and to be human is to error. And sometimes when we put too much into one person, they can stumble and they fall. But even when that happens, we don't just shut them off and be like, oh, the wall's back up. Don't be quick to do that. Ask God, what am I to learn in this in this season, in this lesson, in this friendship, in this relationship? What was the lesson that I was supposed to learn from this happening? We always we the thing is, is that we always need to be vulnerable and teachable to understand that there's a lesson in everything. God uses every situation to work together for our good. Okay, and then listen, sometimes we got to drown out the noise so that we can hear him. And hear him clearly because he's there. He is there and he loves you and he cares for us. And he is there just saying, I I got you. All right. So anyways, I hope y'all got something out of today's episode. Like I said, it's always my prayer that you do. And until next time, peace out world. 